Somebody shout hallelujah. Beloved, we are welcome to episode 9 of season 1 of Biblical Phronesis. Biblical Phronesis. In this episode, we shall be looking at challenges that leaders face. We are continuing with our review of John Maswell's 360 degree leader. You will agree with me that everyone aiming to lead like Jesus, everyone aiming to be an authentic leader that projects influence across, upward or downwards in an organization will face challenges, both internal and external challenges. That these challenges or barriers exist is not news, beloved. What is news is our inability to recognize these challenges and overcome them so that every one of us as leaders in the house of God can fulfill destiny. So in this episode, we only be looking at two central questions. What are the common challenges faced by leaders in an organization such as a church or a local parish? And what, what must Christian leaders do to overcome these challenges that they face in their line of assignment. So we will be looking at seven challenges leaders face and how to address them. Beloved, a layman's description or, or definition of a challenge is it's, it's equivalent to understanding the fact that when someone finds themselves in a demanding situation, then it is important that one recognizes that a challenge is at hand. And if a challenge is not handled very well, it could derail a ministry, it could derail the fulfillment of an assignment. So today, if you are conversant with mainstream media, Christian leaders face many problems. Some of them have to do with rejection and persecution, not acquisition. Some of them include intense rivalry among themselves, among leader to leader, either because of inferiority complex or seniority complex. Some of our leaders encounter nepotism, hypocrisy, and at times poverty in mission field. These are challenges that have to be overcome. So we want to look at just seven of them that John Maswell highlighted in his book 360 Degree Leader. And we start with the tension challenge. Tension challenge. T-E-N-S-I-O-N. Tension challenge. This challenge comes from the pressure of being caught in the middle. Perhaps you are not a parish pastor, but you are just one of the ministers with important portfolio in that particular parish. So it is not merely enough for us to recognize that leading itself comes with some challenges. Even when we are not leading from the middle, it can be quite stressful. So it is important for us to relieve the tension through some suggestions made by John. Number one, he says we have to become comfortable with where we are if we are in the middle. 
Number two, we need to know what to own and what to let go. In other words, nothing frees a person from tension like a clear line of responsibility. We need to also find quick access to answers when caught in the middle. We cannot sit on the fence. Even the Bible says it doesn't. Jesus Christ doesn't like lukewarm candidate or lukewarm people. Then we should never violate our position or the trust of our leader. Then you will increase tension. If the leader did not trust you anymore, then it is now time for you to relocate. Then we must always find a way to relieve stress before it leads to an outburst. So the important thing in dowsing uh, uh, the tension challenge is to ensure that trust in our relationship with our peers and our leaders. Number two challenge has to do with frustration. This challenge results from following an ineffective leader. An ineffective leader. Like we rightly said in previous episode, the fact that you are in a position doesn't make effectiveness a given. So if one is following an ineffective leader, there is likelihood, a very strong likelihood that frustration will ensue, especially if the follower is a high flyer. However, in that situation, we must understand that it is not our job to fix the leader. Rather, the job that we have is to add value to that leader, to that person. So the only thing that we have to do is to seek way of meeting such a leader halfway, ensuring that we can add value. If we cannot add value, we must relocate. We must never compromise to the point of serving on ethical or criminal leaders. We cannot fix them. It is only God Almighty that can fix them. So it is not our job to do that. So when we find ourselves following a leader who is ineffective, we can do the following three things that John Maswell said. We can develop a solid relationship with them, find a common ground, and build a solid professional relationship. We can also identify and appreciate their strength. That we add value tremendously. We should also commit ourselves to adding value to such strength. So that when we add value, their weaknesses will not become evident. Number three, tension, beloved, has to do with when one is wearing multiple hats. In other words, leaders in the middle must perform tasks and have knowledge beyond their personal experience at times. And when they are forced to do this, they have to shift priorities, often with limited time and resources. So every role that you are asked to perform requires its own responsibilities and objectives. So if you, you, you change roles, you must keep in mind that the goal must be aligned. In other words, the goal must be aligned with our role when you, so that you can achieve the responsibility and roles and, and um, roles, the responsibility required in that role that you have. But you must never change your personality because now you have different role to fulfill. The next challenge has to do with ego, E-G-O, ego. It is normal for any person to want recognition, every one of us, 
and leaders are the same. They are not immune from this. So the fact that you are a leader doesn't mean that it, it, it you will not you will run or shy away from being recognized. But we have to ensure that what we do exalt God only. It doesn't edge God out. It is only self-serving leaders that edge God out with their ego. Servant leaders always seek to exalt God in the actual things that they do. So John says, here are things that we can do in order to ensure that we overcome the ego challenge. We should concentrate more on our duties, our responsibilities, as opposed to our dreams. We should also appreciate the value that is inherent in the position we currently occupy. Maybe you aspire to become an area pastor someday or proficient pastor, but you are now a PIC in a struggling parish. Appreciate that position so that God can trust you with higher position. We should also find satisfaction in knowing the real reason for the success of a project. We must also embrace the compliments of others. So, be a court leader and not an ego-driven leader. Quickly, because of our time, time is running fast. The next challenge, the fifth challenge, is the fulfillment challenge. The fulfillment challenge. Beloved, regarding the fulfillment challenge, we need to be mindful of the fact that the right attitude is vital to contentment wherever we are located in an establishment. Leadership is more than a position. We have amplified this several times. It is more of a disposition. So with the right attitude and the right skills, one can influence others from wherever we are located. So fulfillment challenge can be addressed very well with a good attitude. After all, First Timothy 6 says, Yet through godliness with contentment is itself great weight. And the KJV is what we normally like to quote all the time. We says, But godliness with contentment is great gain. So we have to have a way of dealing with fulfillment challenge when you don't really feel fulfilled. John highlighted five ways where we can address this in order to develop the right attitude towards it. Number one is to develop strong relationship with the key people in that establishment. You define a win in terms of the team, not in terms of one person. You engage in important communication, two-way communication, transparent communication, and you try endeavor to gain experience and maturity as you work in that team. Then you put the team always above the team always above personal sources. Meaning the team sources must be above your personal sources. So leadership is about helping others to win, not just helping yourself to win alone. Then number beloved number six and number seven challenge are linked. So I'll I'll go through them quickly. The visual challenge is very, very important. Uh, if you do not create a vision, it might be difficult for you to key into it. But if you find yourself in an establishment, you must invest in that vision for you 
to to benefit for you to become a success in that establishment. Also, we have number seven, the influence challenge. Leading others beyond your position is not easy, but leadership is about influence. So we must endeavor to influence people positively to overcome the influence challenge. And when we go back to the visual challenge, if we are not able to key into the vision of that establishment, then we have to diplomatically relocate so that we don't work against what God have ordained for that particular mission. Beloved, in times of the last challenge, the influence challenge, we have to endeavor to become a person who people will want to follow. We must run away from people that we say, I want a position that will make people to follow me. Rather, we need to understand that people follow leaders that care. So let our influence come from our caring attitude, our loving attitude. So without, without wasting time, our wisdom quote for this episode, the first one is taken from Proverbs 16.3. Proverbs 16.3 that says, Commit your actions to the Lord and your plans will succeed. For us to overcome these challenges, we have to commit our actions our assignment unto the Lord, especially in his vineyard. Then we will overcome every of the challenge in the mighty name of Jesus. Also, when we look at Proverbs 3, 5 to 6, Proverbs 3, 5 to 6, it says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. Seek his will in all you do, and he will show you which path to take. For every challenge in leadership, we have to learn to trust God to show us the path we forward. Praise the Lord. So, in summary, biblical phronesis for this episode, beloved, number one point, or number one phronesis or practical wisdom we need to note is the fact that there are some common challenges faced by leaders in an entity. If you are a leader, you will face challenges. And some of these challenges can lead to tension, frustration, multi-fulfillment, or ego or division. So when we do face some of this challenge, we must act. We must do one of the following that we have highlighted. Number one, we need to trust God alone as the ultimate leader and follow his lead at all times. And we need to also engender trust between our leaders. Now I need to under- underline godly and ethical leaders. After all, it's important for us to recognize that when we are an Elisha, we can truly follow an Elijah. However, if we look at the relationship between Gehazi and Elisha, it did not end well. So, we have to be mindful of the relationship between a leader and a follower. We shall all finish well in the mighty name of Jesus. Number two, we have to add value. Certainly, Elisha added value to the ministry of Elijah and he got the double portion of anointing. So we have to add value to our leaders. If we cannot add value, we need to relocate. We need to relocate. We also have to be mindful that in all that we do as we overcome challenge, we must never edge God out with ego. 
Rather, we must exhort God for what He will be doing through us. We need to also, number four, have the right attitude regarding contentment. We must have the right attitude regarding contentment. And number five, fullness is, is telling us clearly that we must never seek a position so that people will follow us. Rather, we must we must care for people and our caring attitude will make people to follow us willingly. So, beloved, you agree with me that to overcome all these seven challenges we have outlined, we need God to assist us. So, let us pray. Lord Jesus, King of glory, we thank you for making us a leader in this generation. Thank you for the leaders that you have even placed before us. Please, Almighty God, make us leaders in your own image, in the mighty name of Jesus. Make us leaders that care. Make us leaders that people will follow willingly, in the mighty name of Jesus. Almighty God, help us to notify challenges of leadership that's related to tension, negative influence, frustration, ego, lack of fulfillment, and similar in the mighty name of Jesus. Mighty God, help us. Help all the listeners of this episode and everyone that is mindful of the role they play in your household to finish well in the mighty name of Jesus. Beloved, if you are blessed with this episode, we urge you to spread the word as you apply practical wisdom in your daily life. We also encourage you to join us as the Redeemed Preacher Church of God, Restoration House, Blue Fountain, either online or on ground in Blue Fountain, South Africa, if you are close by. Please do not hesitate to send your comments and questions to us through our public media platforms. Until we come to you in episode 10 of season 1, remain blessed.